Welcome back, everybody, to another race weekend recap. Myself, Call of Footy, aka Dolce Toe, and F1 Capper. We're gonna be talking to you about the British Grand Prix. What a weekend this was! It was actually a very interesting race, uh, but uh, you know, overall, um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I was able to watch uh, all the practices, qualifiers, and the actual race. As you know, it's one of the most iconic races in the F1 calendar. Uh, I really enjoyed it, and um, um, I had a lot of fun watching the race. Bets kind of... I, I split on my bets on the weekend. I was up on the qualifying, so I was up a little bit on the weekend. But overall, I had a pretty good weekend. I enjoyed the race very, very much. What about you, Capper? I definitely enjoyed the race. We actually were talking about qualifying in the discord how that was just superb i thought the qualifying was definitely really awesome um especially when you saw the outcome with the mclarens um lando almost took it um yeah no i i thought it was a it was a fun race of course like i'm gonna say every damn week don't get fixated on red bull max winning the race pay attention to some of the other stuff happening and especially if you're you're wagering, you're playing DFS, fantasy, obviously that'll, you know, garner more attention from you. But um yeah, it was a fun race for sure, man. Definitely. Yeah, I um I I definitely enjoyed seeing some other teams in the mix like the McLaren's, the Williams. I mean, Williams really shocked us this weekend with uh, per, you know, they were performing well the whole weekend from practice yeah. from Albon being in the top 3 in every practice session. To qualifying being at the top i think he was uh, he started seventh i believe alban was uh mm-hmm. and uh even just during the race he's uh you know he did he had an amazing race even logan did good he finished in p11 had a mm-hmm. he had a decent qualifier but they were both just very surprising it was good to see these new teams you know getting in the mix now you're not sure that if you're gonna get a top 10 like your boys alpine they're you know they're one of the big losers this this weekend, but it was good Definitely. to see something new up there. You know, and uh, you know yeah. Alpha Tauris and and all those those guys who are on the bottom. And talking about Alpha Tauris, you guys might have heard about the breaking news. Uh, it broke the internet. It broke Twitter at least this morning uh, on the on the U.S. Um, East Coast around lunchtime. We all heard that Danny Rick is back in F1. And he signed with AlphaTauri, replacing the 28-year-old rookie, Nick DeVries. Uh, do feel bad for the guy, but he just did not perform to the standards. I don't blame AlphaTauri. Um, I guess that's what it takes to be a Red Bull driver. If you don't perform, you're gone. So uh, what's your uh, t- mini, take on mini, that? Mini Red Bull driver. But yeah, no. I mean, at, at this point, it was no surprise. Um you know, Danny Rick signed, you know, with Red Bull, you know, hoping that he would maybe find a seat. Maybe it could have been Perez, you know, but I doubt that was going to happen actually with Perez. Uh, but no, this is his chance, right? He can get back in. And listen, I, I've always loved Danny Rick. I think he's he's been awesome uh, to have him on the on the grid just every sun, every weekend, I sh- uh, race weekend, I should say. I mean, he just he's very cheerful. He's just a he's a great dude. Um He's had success too, right? Like he's he's 
season. Yes, there were some things that went sour with him and McLaren in the past uh, few years. And then the way he left Renault, uh, it was also definitely not ideal. So I think this will be good for him, get back into a car. And and uh, yeah, I, I, it's finally, and he can challenge Yuki a little bit too. Like, let's find out about Yuki uh, in this. As far as Nick, um, it makes you wonder, like, how the hell did he get 10th in last year's race without having, you know, wasn't it Alex Albon's car that he basically drove that weekend? I can't remember in, in Monza, but that may be, you know, again, shows you how the Williams has strengths on straight line speeds. And it's, it, that was a good car, right? From last year. So he, if he didn't do that, I wonder if they, if he would have even had this seat to begin with. And I don't think he would have. So that 10th, yeah. That 10th place or the getting into the points with that Williams last year, that drive probably sold it for, for them. So, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it, uh, it's exciting for F1 fans because Daniel Rick has been around for many years. And, uh, you oh, know, yeah. he's, uh, he's a guy that everybody loves when it comes I, to... I love him. I, I think he's he's a great character. Same. And oh, guess, yeah. who, guess who's going to be the most excited about this? Drive to survive. Oh yeah, they are so happy. He's probably back. I bet you they maybe had influence into the decision. That's a joke. But yes, I think uh, I, I. I mean, it's fun. Why? Why not? W yeah. What more does AlphaTauri have have to lose here? He cannot I do mean, any worse. Can do any worse yeah. at this point. I mean, he does worse, but they'll probably keep him in there. Anyways, finish off the season. I don't see him going anywhere. And uh, hell, maybe he surprises us. Uh, you don't know. Maybe, maybe, you, you yeah. Know. Yeah, no, know. I I do feel bad for Nick DeVries. Uh, but, you know, like we have been talking for the last few race weekends, uh, he has been on our losers list. You know, he he just has not performed. I know that this AlphaTauri is a shitbox. We know that. They're not good. But you see Yuki being consistently in P11, P12, P13. So, I mean, yes, they're not good, but he outperforms them all season long. And I also think people are probably not talking about this enough, which is, you know, most... what You don't just step into the car and drive. This is, a, you know, you've got to work animal. with the engineer. you gotta, you got to work with the engineers, especially in F1, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many specifics and characteristics you can change to the car. And it's, it's weekend after weekend and throughout the season, too. And maybe we just don't know. Like, has he been communicating effectively with the engineers about what's wrong with the car? Probably hasn't. I mean, we've seen it at numerous times. He's just spun out, had a problem, something in practice, qualifying, or in the race. And this is why Danny Rick might help them in that realm. And maybe it saves them money, too, for all they know, right? Yeah. Like, it's just maybe the smarter choice, after all. It's a cutthroat business. There's only 20 spots on this grid for in the entire world. So you yeah. pick Nick. A 28 year old yeah. rookie that we joke around about. Yeah. Rookie. Brandon so, Whedon over here. Yeah. I, I know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that the it was, yeah, right time. Yeah. For sure. I, I, I do see, you know, the reports online about, oh, is Daniel Rick going to take over Paris? And is he worried? I, like you mentioned earlier, <laughs> I'm not worried about that. I don't think Paris. Paris. Paris is staying for the season. Correct. He would have exactly. to ha he would have to have an absolute disaster, which like 
But it's possible. Well, it's, well, it is very possible, but I guess he's not but, been made it, making it out into Q1 the past whatever four races, but he still had some results on race day. Of course, so, yeah. Yeah. You know. Definitely, definitely. All right, well, we're going to sway away from uh, the the yeah, breaking news. Breaking news everybody yeah. has been talking about it. Uh, and uh, we even did a little fun video on the YouTube shorts and TikTok, so you can check it out if you follow us on there. Uh, but let's get into this British Grand Prix community bet. Mm. Uh, we come into our mm -hmm. third loss of the season. We're seven and three now, twenty-one and six overall. Um, even you know, we looked at it. Even if we picked our second choice this week, it was um, we were going to lose. Uh, that's uh, how you know. That's how it was going to happen. Uh, Leclerc let us down, even though he had a very strong start to the weekend. We all bet on him to be on podium at the end. And mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to say if uh, it was all him, but maybe a little bit of strategy there with, uh, you know, maybe a bad timing with changing tires right before the safety car. There there, there was a lot, but um, he let us down. Uh, we lost our third bet of uh, community bet of the season. We're still at 70% clip for the year, which is still amazing. But um, uh, we maybe got a little reality check here. But we'll bounce back next week in Hungary, and I'm not worried about it. So Yeah, he's. Uh, I, it's starting to get to the point where Ferrari is on my do not bet list. It's like so wildly volatile with them. I know what I'm going to. I know I every race. There's the expectation. Well, they might fail with the strategy or something with the car or something. Yeah. Agreed. I. Just, just, I'm on the yeah. same boat with you. I I have been. You know how I do my little three driver parlays to finishing points. Yeah, and yeah, they almost screwed me. They screwed me. Well, they, and uh, especially now, man, because like you, seeing McLaren is up there, right? You, you yeah, gotta now start thinking like, okay, well, now you not only do you have Mercedes and Aston Martin, right, in the, in the thick of that that Alpine second place, there, third, yeah. Alpine every so often, like yeah. the gap has closed between these teams. It's gonna be very very track specifics what characteristics can work but team strategy right even mclaren messed up with their team strategy too though they had a very good very good car this past weekend so. yeah agreed agreed well let's move into our winners of this week and of course max makes another appearance on here wins his sixth race in a row, which I think he's only the fifth driver to ever do that in the history of F1 um, to win six six races in a row, his eight out of ten this year. Uh, Max just, um, we did see a slow start in the beginning uh, with Norris, which was kind of exciting. I had the bet over one and a half uh, race leaders, and I won that thanks to that uh, great start from... Uh, you know, from, Both of them. from Lando, yeah, from yeah, yeah. yeah. and Piastri too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, but uh, Max just uh, just just total domination. Just looking at him drive, and I'm a Mercedes guy. It pains me to say this every week, but Max is already a hundred points ahead of, uh, of of second place. He's gonna probably win in the next. I think I saw a stat. Even if he fin if he does not win a single race the rest of the year and finishes in P two, he's got it locked up. So, um, 
Max is just an amazing driver. Um, I think he's a big, big winner here. Totally. I mean, we're watching history, right? Like, we're watching a great driver. I mean, who knows where he'll be in the history books after five, ten years. But, I mean, let's embrace it, right? Oh, we're like watching him. the next Lewis here. Right, right. I mean, people, you know, get up in arms about, like, Lewis, whoever, whatever. It doesn't matter, right? Like, I don't care that he drives for Red Bull. I mean, in whether you like him or not, just enjoy what you're watching. Exactly. Enjoy it. I totally agree. And um, move on to the next winners, McLaren. I was very skeptical uh, about man. this weekend, but our own Renegade said on the podcast, I'm betting double points. On yeah. Wednesday night podcast, or maybe yeah. it was Thursday evening. I'm not sure what they would Thir- record. Yeah, it was Thursday. But it was it. Well, he even he even said it before. Yeah. Oh, he he yeah, was yeah, expecting yeah. it. Said, yeah. yeah. And, and <laughs> we had been – my therapist and I have discussed McLaren at length this season. And he's kept me at in check with it. I've been like, top six Norris this week. Top. I'm, maybe this is the week. Maybe. He pulled the trigger at the right time. Oh, he was he like, did. he was like, now is go time, kind of thing. And yeah, I, I was, perfect. I was uh, a little worried about it at first, but mm-hmm. uh, both, like you said, Norris and Piastri had a great start. Just, mm-hmm. uh, uh, just overall, the whole weekend they just did amazing, and Lando uh, was super excited, as you know, to. Yeah. to be on, on podium and i think that this was the first mclaren podium since 2010 when lewis was when it was mclaren mercedes back oh, then. Yeah. oh and, yeah and um, uh so this was a big win for the team a big boost and i think it will only keep on going up i think that the mclaren has a bright future here yeah and <clears throat> you know i'm not going to be biased but there was a lot of talk about zach brown and how 100%. much of a shitty job he was doing, which, you know, I had been backing that guy for a while. But also, I have, I watch him in IndyCar too, and I've seen the IndyCar performance of the Aero McLaren over there and how much he's had to put into that involvement. And yes, they did take a step back after 2020. Um, I think it was 2021, actually, I would say. This is just showing, like, you, they stuck with it. They knew what they were doing. They doubled down on Piastri and getting him on board, too. Um, They knew that Ricardo was just not working out for them. They wanted to bring another fresh young driver. And they're doing such a fantastic job just internally with, like, getting their whole engineering team and everything set up perfectly for the future. It is absolutely fantastic watching them and and seeing seeing them grow. Uh, I totally agree. I totally agree. And, you know, while we're on the McLaren and the British, I think another winner is Lewis. Lewis, yeah. uh, you know, I, uh, you know, from the way that they started, you know, are they sandbagging? Like everybody was saying the Discord and Twitter, oh, they're sandbagging, they're not this, they're not that. I think that uh, uh, I don't want to say that Mercedes had a good weekend because I was not impressed by George, even though he f- still finished in the tops. I, I think he was fifth, top fifth six. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, but Lewis... You know, his fourth podium, you know, he's only, I think, like 12 or 13 points maybe behind uh, Alonso in the battle for the third place. Um, mm-hmm. They had a great, great strategy. I mean, I don't know how, you know, like, I know they were on Hamilton. I don't know how Russell drove uh, almost 
28 laps on the softs. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. But uh, yeah. Hamilton overall, great weekend. Um, uh, amazing battles with Alonso, uh, with Norris. It was just a fun race to watch. And to see the two Brits on a podium at the home race, what better do the fans want? This was probably yeah. the best outcome. Yeah, no, and Mercedes, uh, you know, they sacrificed qualifying a little bit for Sunday because they want to make sure they have the right. And it's just the right strategy, and it's showing it sucks because if only they can just get that car to qualify at least top two or three, you know, then they have a chance to potentially, I'm not saying this season with Red Bull, but it gives them a chance, right? Like, they're constantly just in that fourth through eighth, you know, sometimes even lower. But yeah, the race pace speed, and since they've done those upgrades since Spain, all I've done is just look at that race pace data every week from FP sessions, and that is, it's just the most impressive race pace data I've, I can see out of all the, the cars out there. And it showed, like, they had some amazing, amazing data when it came this past weekend. So it didn't surprise me that he was able to go that long on softs, but the fact that he went longer than, than I expected was, that was the impressive part. Yeah. Um, for sure. Like Mercedes has something going well for them when it comes to race pace, they just need to figure out how did I, how do I maximize that opportunity for qualifying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great, great race for Hamilton. I'm, mm-hmm. and I'm, mm-hmm. but I'm biased. I'm a Hamilton fan. So, <laughs> but, uh, uh, well, I'm a Mercedes fan. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And let's move on to another winner here. I think uh, Alex Albon. I don't think that he's uh, maybe he's getting enough credit. I don't know, but uh, he has been. He is single-handedly carrying Williams in the constructors' standings. I think that they're in seventh place now. He has been in Q3 consistently. Uh, and if you guys want to, I will give you a, a, a tip here because if you want to win a bet. On a podcast, on any pick I give, go the opposite. I've noticed that the last three <laughs> podcasts I have given a tip, I have lost. So, and it was against Albon in the qualifying with Gasly. And um, so, if you want to fade me, go ahead, do it. You will win some money. But uh, Albon uh, has impressed me very much. Uh, you know, uh, you know, nobody was expecting Williams to be this good after the uh, the upgrades. Even Logan Sargent, uh, I just uh, I'm very impressed. Uh, he started P8, uh, another Q3 appearance. I think this is like his his third or fourth in the in the row this season. Uh, he finished in the points for the second race in a row. Um, very 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 impressed by Alban. Yeah, I mean, I gotta say, man, the guy knows how to drive the car. Like he can, he. He has a little bit of that Max style where it, 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 it have a little bit of oversteer, and I can correct it perfectly. And that that type of driving skill is is something you need, in, especially in these types of cars. But he's been super impressive. But going back to the Williams, it, you know, that's been another. <clears throat> I honestly wasn't sure. Like, what am I reading with this data? Is this actually them being good? The race pace data, even from the last race, was actually even though they didn't finish where they needed to finish, um, they're showing that they have race good race pace now. So they're still going to be very track-specific, though. Um, I don't know how they're going to do here at the Hungra- uh, Hungarian ring. So we'll see. I-, I don't know about that. But, like, definitely keep an eye on them on, like, Monza. 
right? Spa. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They they might Long they might straights. they're 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 definitely they have those straight they have that straight line speed. Yep. If you can get them into the more high speed corners and stuff like that, they can actually perform. But Albon definitely, man, he's really impressive right now. And if you look at the odds, I've been monitoring lately. Uh, the odds for Williams to get the top speed have been going down and down. They're getting mm. closer to that Red Bull. I, not as close, of course. They're they're not even, but they're every every race race weekend they get better and better and better. So, like you said, by the time Monza comes around, I won't be shocked if Williams wins the the fastest speed. So yeah, oh totally. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's about damn time, right? Like yeah. I've watched <laughs> Williams be in the shitter for many years. Uh, just a long time now come on yeah, like yeah. now they're finally getting it so <laughs> this is good uh who um you know who is another um who is another person that you like um from you know from the race weekend that i didn't mention here the in our top three four people that you like that did very well who you think did well anybody that that uh that sticks up to you uh man you know I'm going to call out Gasly, even though he had a retirement and we all know why he had the retirement, but like he actually from, you know, qualifying, you know, he, he was working with a car that was had to challenge against the Mercs, the McLarens, the Ferraris, right? Like that's, that's a loaded front. And then he was, he was able to be in that top 10, right? And you still had a lot, he was almost battling it out with over there with Alonzo even until Stroll decided that he wanted to take him out, dive bomb <laughs> and take him out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, oh, well. um, I mean, I would just, just that's just the one I, I would say. Uh, obviously, Logan. I mean, that's yeah. going to be my our true our true American. But um, I mean, we already, you know, fluffed the Williams, Williams already. already. So, <laughs> yeah. So, well, gotta, we got to throw that to, to Gasly as much as I've also knocked on him a lot last year and a little bit this year that was still a superb drive until he got dive bombed yeah no nice nice yeah and and we talking about ghastly and stuff i uh big losers i think alpine is a team yeah. not only yeah. not ghastly even though it was not his fault yeah no i mean but still. just uh you know just with the issues with uh with dalkan dalkan yeah. not making it out in q3 again you know, uh, mm-hmm. early exit in qualifying. I, you know, like uh, in practice sessions, they were also slow. They did not show any any pace at all. And I showed why Okan was like plus one one fifty ish. I think it was to get into the points. And even the books were saying, guys, they're not gonna be in the top top ten. You know, and um, uh, very. I've, I'm not impressed by Alpine. I think they're maybe the. F- fifth or sixth team now i want to say because i want to give mclaren a little bit of an edge at this point but um um they're big losers i think here from both both guys dnfing one of them not his fault as you mentioned already yeah no definitely they're definitely at the midfield that's what they're that's exactly where they're at and what a fall you know like they were always our best bet remember you know yeah oh totally and (laughs) i've actually what's funny is i've shied away from the top 10 uh bets 
in the past what three races i would same, say same i have i have i have actually and and that was that was just an auto bet for me every time but that it was easy it goes back to it goes back to one field is catched is catching up right mclaren is now in that top team and then you know on top of that like they do have reliability issues and this goes back to even last year the the, the fact that ocon had the dnf it's like it seems like they have one every couple races or three races there's a dnf whether it's an engine issue or and then of course they've taken each other out it's so (laughs) unfortunate get a ghastly got taken out because they needed those points bad but i think there was something on twitter that showed alpine has lost the most money in terms of like damage to their car this season compared to everyone i saw that tweet too and i think somebody put it in the discord as well Uh, yeah yeah. someone did yeah i mean and it add to the list there's two more cars right like yeah. that were dnf this past weekend yeah. so hey you know what deadpool you, we need your money is what they're what the frenchies need right now they need your money uh, right now post haste stop stop fucking around with Rexum. get on that alpine right now <laughs> hey he's buying uh isn't he uh what did the you know, like the Wrexham owners, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Who did they just buy recently? They bought. That was some... Alpine. Was that it was Alpine? Alpine? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah it was. That's yeah. why. That's why I'm saying. Did, oh did, yes. Did, did... Yeah. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. Sorry. <laughs> get get throw stop just stop fucking around with them. He's get still it. on season two of Drive to Survive. Give him time oh, to he's, catch he's up. Okay. So he's catching up. <laughs> he still sees him as Renault. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Realize. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move on to the next guys. I. I know that you said Sergio Perez, but to me, um, we talk about this week out every week. We say Sergio Perez, same car as Max, maybe not as as good as Max, whatever. Similar machinery, cannot yeah. get out of Q1 for, I think, the third race this season or fourth race. Uh, you know, yes, uh, it's fourth race. Uh, you know, uh, this is his fifth race without a Q3 appearance. I took a note on that. Uh, I know, yes, he did start in, what was it? Uh, I did not take, I, I, I think it was P15. He was 15. Yeah, yeah he went so P15, got into the points, of course. You know, with that car, I don't expect anything else. But, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's in second place, still under driver's standings, but you know he's already 100 points behind Max. He's not gonna catch him, of course. Uh, but just this inconsistency of qualifying. And do you know how much money betters have lost? For you know, is there a way that we could bet on uh, Sergio Perez to not make Q2? I mean, there's gotta be a book somewhere that offers that. Both of them. I'm, you know, uh, he's the... he's been on my do do not bet list for that luckily for me um this is why he he, he's just wildly erratic when it comes to how am i going to drive street king okay you can call him whatever you want but even then even then but he's even had this these issues uh even uh, when it was force india i mean he's had that that problem even back then if I was honestly shocked when they said we're going to sign him. I like Sergio, but I was honestly shocked like they were going to sign him. But I think it was more the safer pick against Max. They don't want a Lando or a driver like that or Leclerc to challenge Max. They want someone that can. He's just 
he's got to get his shit together and be con- more consistent. You yeah. can't have that. You can't have four straight races in a row. You're not getting, and maybe there's a few of them we can give him the benefit of the doubt, but still four straight. And then on yeah. top of that, there was two races where you had, you were in P15. It took you a while to get into to the top 10. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You have the best car, one of the best cars on the grid. The best two cars. Get yeah. up there. Yeah, get up there. What are you waiting for? What is, what's happening? And this was not like a track that you can't pass on. So it's very disappointing for me. Yeah. You might as well just keep him in that loser's bracket for a while. I mean, Although, he has made the loser's bracket for many, many let, weeks. So <laughs> I, I will sell, I'll, I'll tell you this. And, you know, I'm the type of guy that's like, all right, this is a good buy low opportunity. This might be this might be that we might be catching a falling knife. I don't know. But but, this but could let me be tell a good you this. buy low opportunity. But let me, me tell you this. So I was, you know, I always follow the uh you know when I go to FanDuel or DraftKings and I'm looking at the odds for drivers to finish in points or top six. And when a guy starts at P fifteen, yes, it's Sergio Perez, but like odds should maybe like go down instead of being like minus 700 minus 650 you know or dower 18 you know and decimals it's just it's, it's very it's very frustrating to see that yes of course we expect him to finish into points but give yeah. us a little bit here guys like it's not a given we'll you know <laughs> we'll see let's see because uh, i'm i i want to eye him i'm hoping odds will be the bookmakers because you know they always look back yeah. They don't really look forward as much. They just look at historical. So we'll see how they price it. But there could be hopefully some opportunity for us to buy low. And I'm hoping in the head-to-head too. But I doubt that we'll get some good head-to-head matchups because they just price Red Bulls up so much. Yeah, and there's another thing that, that you said to watch on the books like right now. It's uh, we're becoming to the part of the season where grid panels are going to start showing yeah. up. So make yep. sure you guys are in the Discord. Because breaking news are always there first. Don't go on yeah. Twitter. Go on the Discord. This is where we got it. We got all the guys did, in there. <laughs> tip, tipster and I had been talking about the F1 bet tipster. We were talking about that. And it's it's it's, begin, it's beginning. We'll see a lot it's starting. more probably in the in next couple races. Yeah. yeah, for yep. sure. I would not be shocked if there are some, some good penalties in Hungary. But uh, I have to look at the... Uh, yeah, just I linked com- it in there. components and uh, yeah. see who's where and who's in the need of a change. So we need yeah. to look at that again. So, get but you said Discord. you already got it in the Discord. You said, yeah, get into Discord. Okay. I'll put it in awesome. stats and news. I don't know if I updated in the stats and news section, but it should awesome. be updated. Great. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just move on to the other losers. Ooh, yeah. Yes. What do you think about that, Austin? Honestly. Martin. I, I, I kind of expected this to happen with them this this weekend. This was not the type of track that fits them well. I mean, this was one of those like, and their race pace just even reflected it. it. They just it was bad. Like they could not make passes. It seemed like the max they could even get was like six, uh, sixth place in there. Um, yeah. You know, I, I I Aston Martin and you know most most of the midfield teams. They're again, it's going to come back to track which track fits them well and it, a lot of people are like oh they've really declined well yeah okay you know car the engines and components do decline but it's also look at how many upgrades like all the other teams have brought right mclaren yeah. mercedes ferrari they've just brought them they've elevated themselves up so the competition is more stiff 
I expect that Aston Martin will do better this weekend. I will be eyeing them. I think that you know it'll be a little bit better for them this past uh, this upcoming uh, upcoming race. So yeah, and uh, you know, are you um, you know looking into the future here between also uh, this is another team where the two drivers one is performing at a at a higher level and one is barely making it into the points race after race. And I know it's Daddy's team, but do you see Lance Stroll on the grid for the 2024 season? Be honest. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I can't uh, see him. My gut says they have to make that decision to cut him. He is not cutting it. Unless he changes something between now and the end of the year, you can't afford a guy like him that is wrecking the car and he's not even like sometimes placing in the top 10 he's like oh there's a few times he surprises <laughs> you he's like in the top six yes but yeah. <clears throat> i just can't i don't know why i don't know why they wouldn't do that yeah. because at this point it's like dad you've got to make the sacrifice <laughs> you've got to cut your son off that's yeah. it <laughs> he's grounded make him go find his own path somewhere yeah. else yeah and uh, and I know that we talked about this cap uh, later in the in probably during the summer break we're gonna do a special pod uh, going through the grid and ranking our drivers midway through the season who is gonna be and who is gonna be out so look out for that pod it's probably gonna be sometime in mid August I would say so so look out and last but not least uh, we kind of touch point here uh, our man Nick DeVries no longer on the grid. Alpha Tauri is probably the biggest loser this season overall. Uh, they are dead last. I mean, they just uh, like I mentioned earlier. It's it's this car is not good. It's a shit box. They have yeah. uh, no pace. Uh, yes, Yuki, like I mentioned earlier, 11, 12. He has gotten into the points a couple times. Um, uh, hence, why he's still on the grid and Nick is not. Uh, comparing the two drivers in a shit car. Uh, I do like Yuki. I think that, uh, like somebody mentioned in the Discord, that it would be fun to just listen to his radio all the time yeah, uh, during would. a race. Uh, but uh, uh, I don't know what's going to happen for him in the future. I, I do think that he deserves another chance, hopefully in yeah. a better car. Uh, but this year, AlphaTauri, to me, like you said, they're going to stay in the loser bracket, I think, for many, many more races to come. Unless Danny Rick comes in now and all the hype is there and he brings him to light again but i just can't see that happening yeah just i don't have much to say about this team <laughs> other than what a disaster and i do agree that yuki still deserves a chance um and i'm not saying this because of tipster don't don't get me you know i just no uh, <laughs> no no and i love i love tipsters in in uh the other guy in our in our uh, discord they're uh, skeptical yeah skeptical yeah. yeah skeptical i love the enthusiasm that they bring for yuki and and i do like yuki and i agree we should just have just a radio just specific to him only that'll be a fun time I hate, but you 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 called it out earlier which was he had some pr pretty just overperformed is you know top 10 top 11 right like he was in that when he probably shouldn't have been right yep. he's, he can he can he's he's improved little by little in areas he does still have his moments i don't know how much of it is the car or is it him or is it both right he, yeah. he hopefully will mature into it um but i was chatting with that bet tipster too 
he did bring out a little tip. He's like, it wouldn't surprise me if they did better in this next race. So I, I, I'm kind of buying into that. He's, he's, like I've mentioned in the Discord, I was like, listen, I steered away from AlphaTauri. They're on my do not bet list. I just do not want anything to do with them. Yeah. You tell me what what have you seen? And he did mention a, a nice tip, which is they they do have some pretty good like low speed cornering uh, in their in their cars, so they can yeah. they can do that. So we'll see. Well, I there's another thing that I was uh, looking at, and and I might just blind. Yes, of course, I'm not gonna blindly bet it, but when it comes up to race week and looking at odds head to heads, I might have to take Yuki if it's plus money against Daniel Rick, because. I'm looking at it this this way that Danny Rick has not had a competitive race in over a year. Uh, well, almost half a year, uh, six seven months, whatever. Uh, I just um, I I will you know there's a, gonna be a little bit of overhype for Ricardo to come in and he's gonna just crush it out of the park. Uh, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what the lines are gonna be for Yuki and Danny Rick head to heads. But if I'm to bet one. I will trust Yuki here, even though I said I'm never going to bet him because he lost me two bets this past weekend. <laughs> I will not touch any bets until I see Rick in in a car on the grid for FP1 and we'll maybe uh, even stretch it out to FP2. Yeah, Unless there you go. <laughs> Unless the odds are like crazy, but I feel like it's going to be inflated. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, just a lot of excitement. I don't know how the books, you know, again, books are going to price you know, backwards looking. You know, not forward. So, yeah, you're really kind of you're really gambling. To be honest with you, if you're going to be taking Rick, a hundred percent, I agree. I don't. That's why I won't touch it. Yeah, and uh, uh, you know, before we finish up here this weekend, sim race. If you guys want to, oh, yeah. uh, you know, get into the Discord, get on the on the F1MG GP race uh, channel, get with the uh, Mac. Integrity bets. He will be able to get you up. You know, you could pick your team, and uh, we're gonna be racing at Silverstone. Uh, it's gonna be the last race on F1 22 before we make the switch to 23. And uh, I, uh, you know, we're there's a lot of hype on the Discord about Alpine to double podium here, Capper and Integrity. Yeah, uh, yeah. But we'll see about that. <laughs> um, uh, the race is gonna be at. Um, uh, we're gonna start practice at 11 a.m. Eastern. And the race is going to start around approximately around 12 o'clock lunchtime, Eastern time zone uh, on Sunday. Uh, so uh, any closing remarks? Anything you want to add, Capper? No, uh, be exciting to see who's going to actually sign up and, and do this thing. And yeah, we look forward to, to doing a race. I almost forgot about it. It was this weekend, too. So yeah. And uh, by the time we finish, I'm going to be gone. Barbecue, yeah. Yes, it's a it's it's summertime, summertime. Yeah. And guys, if you guys have not signed up for FanAmp yet, please check out the social and announcement tabs. FanAmp is one of our new partners. Uh, it's another social platform where you can talk to F1 fans, talk about bets, talk about anything you'd like. Also, if you haven't signed up for Underdog, uh, the the sign up code is F1 Money Gang. They will match up up to a hundred dollar first deposit and uh we do appreciate it we also have a buy me a coffee if you guys like our content uh please donate we actually want to give a sh shout out to one of the guys in the discord that donated this past weekend uh he took some tips from lights out and uh 
we really really appreciate that it helps us it motivates us a little bit it's not like we're we're gonna be making like millions here but we love it you know so we really yeah. truly appreciate that yeah. um yeah. really do really yes. do thank you guys so much for supporting us and again the more you can support us the more content we could provide to you yes and also uh, another thing look out for a giveaway during the summer break so mm -hmm. make sure in the discord and giveaway will be announced there probably after the summer uh, right before the summer break starts so you guys have a good one and uh we'll talk later make sure you follow all the youtubes and tiktoks for fun videos uh i do want to mention integrity bet hit on his little roulette wheel of fortune bet last week and it was plus 850 i'm not sure if you guys saw that on the pod but that bet won so we're gonna have another bet i'm sure he's gonna have us for us next weekend be great and, be great uh, <laughs> uh hopefully we head on the community bet next week and uh we'll talk later guys